0: Listen here, you punk. You think I'm just gonna stand here and take this? No way! I have a burning desire, a need to fight back against society and all the rotten adults that run it. This persona represents my true inner self. Go, Captain Kid! <laughs> the handle goes! No, dignity! Hey, everybody, welcome back to the JoJo Show. It's no dignity. I am one of your hosts, Chris Eng. And I'm Alejandro Vargas. Okay, so um, we got a uh, listener request. First one from Twitter, actually, um, from a person who calls themselves Hobo Pirate at Zayd Lux, <laughs> And uh, the, the tweet reads as such a potential idea for an episode stands versus personas. You can pick whichever ones you want from either series and come up with whatever rules are required for these battles to occur. For the record, I think Stan's win, but I've only per- finished Persona 5, so I might be wrong. P.S. Loving the podcast. Keep it up. And Joseph is the best Jojo. It is debatable. It'll be that awesome. last one uh, debate it At some point, some more. But um, <laughs> thank you, Hobo Pirate, for the question. Um, And we're going to go ahead and give this one a shot. Uh, right. So what is your history with the persona series
1: okay so my history of the persona series is actually very varied uh i looked at the box art of persona q shadow of the <laughs> labyrinth on the 3ds uh and then i played one sixteenth of persona 4 uh before i couldn't get past the uh dungeon uh, w- about the rich girl oh, i think her name you is yukiko. Get past yukiko no i couldn't uh, i was very wow. underleveled, and uh whenever like whenever like Uh, (laughs) you died, uh, then the entire game was over. I got booted back to the title screen. I I just, like, you know, I'm not saying it's the Dark Souls of RPGs, because I hate comparing things to Dark Souls, but I'm just (laughs) saying it's not easy, and I I didn't get into it.
0: No, that game is pretty unforgiving. Um, It is definitely from the older JRPG genres. Um, So I played most of persona 4 i didn't quite finish it um because i was playing it on my ps2 um and i still have my ps2 and persona 4 it's the only game i have left for (laughs) playstation 2. um it's just sitting in a box in the garage waiting for me to find a monitor that will accept those connectors um but i have uh seen persona 4 the animation Um, which is very, very good. I highly recommend it. It's a great adaptation. I think anime adaptations of video games can be tricky, but I think Persona 4, the animation, does it right. Uh, I have played and beaten Persona 5. Uh, I'm on my second playthrough right now, uh, and I love that. haven't gotten Royal yet. Um, I've watched a lot of videos of Persona whatever dancing through the night because those are fun for me i like (laughs) remixes of songs (laughs) um so i got a pretty good grasp on persona um and i know oftentimes in the jojo fandom it's usually like persona's entirety is a jojo reference um but we're gonna give this a shot so um for those of you who are jojo fans but not persona fans let me give you a quick rundown So, Persona is based on Jungian psychology, uh, in particular, the theory of the monomyth. If you're not familiar with (laughs) Jungian psychology, basically it goes that there's some sort of um, aspect of human subconscious that is completely universal. Um, and you can tell that by studying the myths from different cultures that had no contact with each other and you can see repeated themes rising heroes evil overlords that sort of thing um, very similar to the work of joseph campbell and um the you know the hero's journey thing that he's famous for for putting forward it's also based on union psychology and the mono myth and so um you know it allows you to look at different mythologies and make, you know, like comparisons. And how Persona does that is that uh, basically any sort of mythological creature um, or being or deity is now possibly a shadow persona or or some kind of playable enemy in the game. So every single Persona, and that gets a little sounds a little confusing, but the enemies are called shadows. But you can capture any shadow to become a Persona, and they're all based on different myths. Um, so, there's a big psychology theme in Persona, uh, mm-hmm. c- kind of like Psychonauts,
1: I guess. Alright, alright, I'm familiar with Psychonauts, and also, I, I-, I refute yeah. the idea that JoJo fans don't have a deep understanding of Union psychology. I'll have you know, it took a I- lot of willpower... <laughs> to uh, get through
0: of death in Part Five, like <laughs> I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying if, on the offhand, they didn't happen to remember their union psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's where the creatures and the, and the designs come from. Um, so every Persona game, uh, and I'm only sort of I'm familiar with the story of Persona Three, um, and Four and Five. I'm obviously much better versed in, but basically they happen in some kind of metaverse. Uh, where the characters are able to transport themselves to a world where uh, the inner psychology is now tangible. Uh, in Persona 4, it was the TV world by viewing the Midnight Channel. In Persona 5, it is literally called the Metaverse, and you get there by using an app. Uh, <laughs> they really yeah, modernized yeah, it. Yeah, actually, it kind of made sense because, you know, at the time Persona 4 was made, TV still had a big influence, and now. <laughs> By the time you get the Persona 5, it's just not as influential anymore. Um, and, and Persona 5, I think, is a lot more like Psychonauts because you are literally entering a particular target's um, brain, or palace, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are actually trying to change that person's personality by infiltrating it. Um, <laughs> a la Inception, I guess. <clears throat> uh But anyway... So a uh, couple of important concepts for a persona. Uh, the persona is essentially of a stand. It comes from the persona in psychology, which is um, in Jungian psychology. A persona is like our outward appearance, what we put on to show others. So it's a um, a construction that's like acceptable to society. And then there are shadows, which are your dark self, your hidden thoughts, um, which are the parts of your your subconscious and your personality that you don't show to the society. And there's like an interplay between Personas and Shadows and whatever. Um, Other important thing, your primary character, the player character is always called the wild card. Um, Every other character in the Persona series has one persona and one set of abilities, but the PC, the wild card, can capture any shadow they would come up against and then merge them into other Personas. It's a big part of the gameplay. Um, merging personas and mixing them around and boosting them and whatever. Um, And the the main protagonist's power is uh, fueled by friendship, (laughs) sort of. Um, Each relationship he has in the game um, is represented by a major arcana, a la Jojo. Mm -hmm. And uh, the more you boost up that social link or that confidant, um, the more Powerful the personas get in that arcana. So every persona you get is is categorized by a certain arcana. Um, and you've got Death, Hierophant, Star, Priestess, all Empress, Emperor, all the good ones. Yes, so, yes.
1: And um, and when you mention this, uh, these social link mechanic, are you saying that literally the voice of love takes him higher?
0: <laughs> I, I suppose I am saying that. Um, and basically, oh, last, the last thing you probably need to know is that personas um, are basically serve as the spell casting system in the game, um, so any special move that the character is going to do other than a basic attack is going to be performed by p- their persona. There's a the whole elemental thing. There's uh, fire, ice, lightning, wind, uh, curse, bless, uh, radiation, and psychosis or psi, so like a mental attack. Um, And then there's physical attacks and status ailments and all that sort of thing. And um, that's all based on their persona. So any kind of special move, even like a special physical attack, is going to be powered by the persona. And uh, their abilities are very wide and varied. Um, Even your most basic persona. Like a a secondary character usually only has one element, but they also have a bunch of different moves um, that you're playing around with. I think that's all you need to know about Personas.
1: Yes, I, I absorbed all of that immediately.
0: Okay, well, if you didn't, go back and listen to it again. Or play the game, or, or just watch the watch the Persona 4 anime. I can't vouch for the Persona 5 anime yet. I haven't really watched it, but before 4 is, is pretty good. Okay, so let's go down let's to the matchup. Um, I've divided it into three rounds. Round one, ding, ding, ding. Uh, persona users and stand users in the real world. <laughs> this is not really a contest because personas don't work in the real world.
1: I was doing some mental gymnastics. So I was like, wait, I thought you can only access them. In the... <laughs> in, in the
0: But I thought I would just get that out of the way. Um... <laughs> correct. <laughs> you are correct. So uh, every stand user uh, just following, strictly following the rules of persona um, would lose immediately to a stand user in the real world. As they should. Yeah. Round two. Um, We're going to go 1v1 in the metaverse, Um, and in my head, I assume that stands can operate in the metaverse, since we saw uh, Hierophant Green work in the dream world created by Death 13. Um, And in that example, um, Kakyoin had full control of his stand and all of its abilities, even though it was a dream world, um, and whatever. So I... And when people enter the metaverse in either version of Persona, um, they physically walk in. So, I, my assumption is you're going to bring your stand with you.
1: Mm hmm. Well, it's not like you can really be separated yeah, from your stand right. in many so, cases. So, um,
0: off the bat, what are you thinking? Who's going to win? On, And I'm not super interested in going like character by character, but just like one on one. A sand user versus a persona user. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Okay,
1: if my experience from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate means anything, I think Jono would probably <laughs> beat Joker.
0: Okay, what what gives you that that? Like, what's what's okay. your thought process?
1: Uh, first one, G E R. Second, he doesn't need to charge G E R. And third, I'm biased.
0: Well, okay the the uh, he doesn't have to. Um, charge ger unless it's you know uh eyes of heaven which case he does
1: (laughs) we don't count that
0: why aren't we counting that
1: (laughs) because eyes of heaven is a while it is a fun game and i played through all of it i do believe it is inherently flawed in multiple aspects such as not having local play
0: oh okay well that's that's true but um (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, okay, if if the only way you've, you've consumed Joker is Smash, which I have not gotten that DLC yet, so I actually don't know what moves he has in Smash, what can he do?
1: Okay, so, a uh, little hypocritical here, because Sakurai took away Snake's guns in Brawl because he wanted the game to stay, like, rated T. Uh, Joker gets to keep his gun. Uh, so Joker's basic special attack is that he gets to shoot his gun...
0: Okay, well, uh, ju- just so you know, in Persona Five, it's not a real gun; it's a toy gun.
1: But in Smash Bros, it looks like it looks like a Glock.
0: It is supposed to look like that because a fake weapon in the metaverse, as long as people believe it is real, it will act real.
1: I'm sure for Simon, it feels pretty real too. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets his regular gun, like full-on, like guns, gunshot sound effects, and everything. Uh, He gets to, like, have his, like, counter move, if I'm correct. Uh, Smash Bros fans, please do not crucify me. Um, after he charges up his persona, it gets to, like, come out, and all of his moves get, like, supercharged. Uh, his upward, uh, smash, I believe, is him calling out his persona, and they shoot upward. And I believe, uh, his tilt, I'm trying to... I, I'm trying to remember his tilt attack. Oh, yes. He shoots out like three little like bomb thingies that blow up.
0: Mm. Okay. And is it the uh, the persona with the top hat and the wings?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So he has Arsene, which is uh, mm-hmm. his, his uh, quote unquote cannon persona, which is absolute trash. And you get rid of it like pretty much immediately. But still, um, that's what it is. Uh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're picking G-E-R, you're, you're <laughs> you you R, pick the strongest <laughs> possible stand. Okay, uh,
1: okay, so, so how about regular G-E then?
0: Well, I mean, what I think is interesting about it is that a Persona has a wider variety of skills than a stand does. Um, what makes stand battles interesting, I think, is that they have one power and that's it. Well, most of the time they have one power and that's it. Um, Unless you're, I guess, a villain, and <laughs> then you get two or three.
1: <laughs>
0: but, you know, a single persona can have an elemental attack, a um, status effect, a healing spell, a, um, you know, a physical boost type thing. I mean, that's a lot going on in one package.
1: Mm-hmm. But I must draw a comparison here. Dorno does indeed have healing, And a uh, power boost. Granted, the power boost slows you down.
0: (laughs) Granted, the power boost is useless, but it's there. (laughs) And Jorno's healing ability is a lot slower than, I mean, really the only person who has comparative healing ability is Josuke, right? Yeah. Um, And it's a little bit tricky because obviously it's a video game, and so you're not dealing with hit points in JoJo's stories. Um, where, you know, the healing is just, woo, my energy bar went back high. Um, in the anime, what they, they kind of portray is that personas do not inflict the sort of one-to-one ratio of damage that a stand user feels. Um, so like a persona can seem to take a beating and its user will not be like, you know, bloodied and broken. They're exhausted, but not, um, not destroyed
1: mm-hmm so it's a it's more of a mental toll
0: right um now what does that mean does that mean then the persona is actually weaker than the stand because there's less of a connection i'm not not exactly sure um because again i'm trying to think through like the my experience with the anime and the, the part of the problem of course is that the the story is not focused on the persona part of it actually uh the the story is usually focused on some other usually mystery aspect Mm -hmm. um and so therefore and and, you know that on top of the social links it's also a lot about like the characters Um, yeah
1: skipping through like um 12 hours of text really told me that one
0: right (laughs) it is it is a dating sim and a um, RPG Smash Together is basically what that game is. <laughs>
1: I haven't even got to the dating yet.
0: Oh man. That's that's see you're missing out. You're missing out on all of the uh, the best girl arguments in Persona.
1: As soon as like the the lives system stops being so archaic and like the main character can faint without the rest of the party fainting as well, like I'll I'll be right into it. No, Promise.
0: see in Persona 5 that still happens. But you can set it to easy mode, which basically will like let you retry the battle basically immediately. (laughs) So (laughs) if if you want
1: an easy mode,
0: I mean, if basically it's like, if you just want to play for the story, there's a way to do that, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, which I actually set it for that for my second playthrough, because you can new game plus it. In fact, you kind of have to new game plus it if you want to see everything, because, um, you have to level up your personal stats in order to do certain social links, and it takes so long to do that that you can't get to every social link in one playthrough unless you're using a guide.
1: Haha! <laughs> um, uh, I totally promise I was not doing that. Ha ha ha!
0: I mean, I I have no problem with with that. I other people have suffered in order for me to enjoy it. <laughs> that's, that's how I figure. <laughs> um, it's
1: it's bad if you don't use the guide
0: right um so i think now here's here's a kind of sub question for round two um let's take the main characters and put them against a jojo because i think the matchups are hard unless you're starting to go through like one by one each individual stand um well actually let's do one just for the heck of it uh pick up pick up stand user i'll pick a persona user we'll we'll sort of compare notes
1: okay uh persona user just because i know him uh yosuke
0: Yosuke Hanamura. Okay. Um yeah. no, pick pick a stand user to fight him.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to think. How about uh Kaicho
0: Nijimura? Oof. Okay. That's interesting. Um so basically Yosuke's primary ability is um wind. That's his primary element. And uh see, I don't I didn't use him a whole lot. He's kind of the fast brawler. He doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of heal spells. Um, it's kind of a utility character. I know Persona Four experts are now adding me on Twitter, but whatever. Um. Also, you get kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why I paired him up. That's why I paired him up with Kaicho.
0: Yeah, so I think Kaicho would definitely win that fight just strategically because. Um, While Yosuke was still trying to figure out what the heck was going on, I think uh, Keicho could probably outmaneuver him. That being said, if Yosuke knew what was going on, I mean, those giant wind blasts are probably enough to send Bad Company flying in every direction, so (laughs) um, I don't know that, you know, straight up power. I don't know if if Bad Company can handle it, but because of the mental acuity, um, you're looking at something different. So like, if you take um like you take Joker from Persona Five, right? You pa- you put him against uh Jotaro. So the main character being a wild card can convert into any Arcana at any point. They they think they at maximum they can carry ten personas at a time. Um, which is still a lot. So, so what you're
1: telling me is that it can be the same kind of Arcana as Star Platinum.
0: (laughs) It could actually do that. Um, So, like, in my head, Jotaro throwing Star Platinum punches would probably catch Joker off guard at first, just because Star Platinum's so fast. But if he can get enough time, which he probably can, because he's a tricky thief boy, um, to switch to a really, like, high defensive um, persona, then, you know, I think Jotaro would tire himself out. Of course, time stop is going to be a completely other issue. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say Jodro's got the time. Yeah, right? You're talking about Joker having the time to switch out personas. Uh, Jodro's literally got like almost all the time in the world.
0: Yeah, that's so. I mean, time stop in in play. Jeez, I don't know. Could any persona be a time stop? That's the see. That's the one thing that personas can't do. They don't have like reality bending powers.
1: Because <laughs> they don't exist in reality.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of utility in terms of, like, straight-up combat, but there's no skipping time, stopping time, turning back time, um, you know, erasing space, or, you know, all the most heaviest, scariest stands that exist. They don't have those powers really at all. hmm <laughs> So I think... Any stand that's got that kind of ability is probably going to have a slight edge. I mean, I don't know. Okuyasu kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> and the hand is pretty short range, so that could be an issue.
1: Yeah. But At the same time, Yosuke does have to go up to somebody to hit them with a wrench.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to bring that up. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean like the, the, the persona users themselves can fight, which I don't know is true of every other stand user. Um and persona four, I mean the weapons are kinda goofy. Um I mean uh like you and and a are pretty viable and Naoto, because Naoto has a gun. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, I think
1: I, that one evens up the playing field just a little bit.
0: Yeah, she has actual gun. Um so her her with actual gun, Chie like knows Kung Fu and then you as a sword. So those are pretty good. But like Yukiko uses a fan and Kanji literally brings a folding chair and bashes you over the head, with it. <laughs> <laughs> which is my favorite um, visual. Uh, May
1: introduce you to my stand. Take a seat.
0: Yeah. His, uh, his persona is pretty trash, so you never use him, but he looks cool.
1: I've seen him he's like a he's he's like a, um like a gangster kind of. Yeah,
0: yeah. And his his whole storyline is um uh, he likes girly things. That's what he's trying to hide from. He likes knitting and and stuff like that and crafts. Oh. And it's heavily he's... implied he's gay and he's kind of like trying to suppress that. So that's why he's a biker <laughs> trying to like man mm-hmm. up. <laughs>
1: I see, I see. So he's, he's trying to hide the more feminine a- feminine aspects of his personality, while also, well, eh, I can't talk, while also um, coming to terms with his sexuality. Yeah. I think he's a perfect fit for Jojo.
0: Yeah, I mean, comparisons of story, we'll, we'll talk about kind of at the end, but I, I think you're definitely right there. Um, the, the Persona 5 people are better armed. You got a knife club whip um a girl with aikido with very scary um brass knuckles oh no uh an axe sword and they they seem to be a lot better at using them uh, persona 5's team just has a lot more swag to them like coordinated attacks and like highly aesthetic like combat controls and like everything is themed and it's like They just look so much cooler (laughs) than Persona 4. I mean, I love Persona 4 and those goofballs, but, like, I don't know, in a matchup against Persona 5, I don't know how well they would do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you see, the Persona 4 crew doesn't dress up in BDSM. That's why they lose.
0: Yeah, see? Yeah, I don't know. I think the main JoJo's have a pretty good... I think the Hamon boys... Are, are screwed sorry guys um,
1: I, I didn't even want to bring up the on boys yeah, I think it sit down on boys
0: um, but you know Josuke I mean I think Josuke would actually have some trouble since he can't heal himself um, so they'd have to adopt some sort of strategy where like he's hiding behind Okuyasu and like maybe crazy diamonds literally holding Okuyasu while <laughs> like they're running forward <laughs> and his hand is just going oh, boom 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 um, boom <laughs> Yeah, you know, something like that. Jorno, I think, would do pretty well. I think uh turning things to life would probably work even better in the metaverse because uh the rules are a lot more bendy in there. Yeah. Um Jolene, uh, string. Sorry, Jolene. <laughs> it's just
1: She can just choke out the persona user.
0: Araki did you dirty. Um does the spin work in there? I don't know. Hmm.
1: Hmm. I feel like if anything were going to be like a a JRPG mechanic, the spin would definitely be it.
0: That's very true. Very true, yeah.
1: So I think that if we're going to compare them, Johnny's Tusk is the closest thing we have to a Persona. Or like Persona-like abilities, because it's got like a ton of different abilities.
0: That's true. That's very true.
1: So I think if we're taking Johnny and stacking him up against one of them... Then we've got a little more of a fair fight.
0: Yeah, I think Johnny could actually hold his own pretty strong. Um, and then Hat Joe
1: Hat Joe Do you think he could uh, just
0: steal their personas?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, he can. Uh, it's not like he takes their personas when he steals something. It's more just like, oh, by the way, it fell through the floor now. Mm-hmm. Like he stole somebody's moisture, and what had happened was that. He could see it, but they couldn't. He had created holes in their mouth where all the moisture in their body was just leaking out., Ugh. yeah, so it's not like he gets it. He just takes it away.
0: Ugh. It's like I've lobotomized you. <laughs> <laughs> your ability to create a persona is gone because now you can't think <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy oh jeez had just gets intense I'm, I'm telling you you can't you can't have around kids you can't have him fight these children
0: <laughs> okay round three super quick um i thought it would be kind of fun to take the crew versus a crew so the stardust oh. crusaders versus the investigation team from persona 4 I think the Crusaders take it just on, um, on, uh, willpower, <laughs> like they're ruthless. And, um, actually I think Magician's Red is very Persona-like.
1: It's got a whole lot of different fire abilities. It's even elemental.
0: Yeah. And it's got some, some range and some, you know, a couple of different abilities. So I think the Crusaders take it plus... Hierophant Green is gonna be firing from all angles, and oh, jeez, I wonder if if Hermit Purple can mess with your Persona.
1: I, I got it. Okay, I got this. All right, I have the perfect plan of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. So Persona Crew goes inside the TV. Hermit Purple uh, literally changes up their reality.
0: Oh, yeah, could be, could be.
1: Or get this: Joseph turns off the TV. <laughs> And
0: that's it. That just makes you stuck, I think. But it's still, pretty bad.
1: <laughs> very bad, very bad.
0: Um, Stardust Crusaders versus the Phantom Thieves of Persona 5. I think the Crusaders still take this. I think the fight is harder, though. Um, the... the the Phantom Thieves are definitely more pissed off probably in equal measure to the Crusaders (laughs) um I don't know actually the Phantom Thieves might take that one
1: I I think you're forgetting one thing though what's that it's that the Crusaders have at least three members that can buy beer
0: (laughs) but the Phantom Thieves hate adults that's like their whole that's their whole shtick they're fighting in society but terrible adults that run it Huh. So, whereas I don't they have would response. like they would get along really well with Jotaro, but I think the rest of them, is like, well, maybe Kakuin. they'd be okay with Kakuin.
1: The rest of them are just too old,
0: too old, or too like doofy, or I don't know, <laughs> not enough scars. I don't know.
1: I guess I can see it. I guess I can see it.
0: Yeah, so actually I don't know. I think the Phantom Thieves might take that one. It would be close. I think they might take mm-hmm. that one though.
1: Now, um, my thing is that like, now who do you who do people really want to hear the Phantom Thieves be paired up against? The Stardust Crusaders or Passione?
0: Oh, well, we're getting there. <laughs> so <laughs> before we hit part five, let's let's hit up uh part four. Um the Dwang gang versus uh <laughs> The investigation team from Persona 4. I mean, other than the fact that they would probably just immediately become friends instead.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could see that.
0: Especially since Persona 4's got so many girls and Okuyasu would just be like, you know, he's got to go shoot his shot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, did you know I can erase reality?
0: <laughs> and of course, you know, women flocked to Josuke, so that's a... That's a bonus. That's I could a- see <laughs> Yosuke getting really mad about that, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he stole his name. He stole his women.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my abilities aren't that cool to begin with. You guys, you guys got cool ones, too. That's that's probably how the fight would start. Yosuke getting all insecure.
1: Your ability looks all buff, and it's, like, partially nude. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it kind of depends if if the you're putting in Rohan, because I think Rohan tips that balance pretty hard.
1: Oh, yes. He puts his finger on the scale. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Figuratively and probably literally. Yes. So, you know, if uh, Rohan's there, I think they take it. If not, um, I think, I don't know. I think the JoJo's still take that one. I love the Persona 4 crew, but they're just not that hard. <laughs> they're not about combat. They're more about friendship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, way- Yo, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, so strategically, do you think the uh, Persona, uh, the investigation team would take it?
0: Um, You know, it could be. So Naoto is very, very smart and tactical. Um. And she sort of turns into like the tactician leader on that end of it. But the investigation team does have a high level of number of goofballs. Like Chie is kind of the hot-blooded one. Yosuke is kind of dumb. Yukiko uh, is reserved, but sort of sort of goofy in her own way too. And then Teddy, the mascot character. Uh, well, he's a mascot character. Uh, yeah. Kanji's got Kanji's <laughs> pissed off so he's he's a good fighter but um and then you know Yu is dangerous obviously but um that's a lot of your team that's kind of a bunch of goofballs which is why I think I love that story so much is because they are they do feel so regular <laughs> Oh and Rise but she's just the idol so mm. you know idol character
1: Yeah so so the Morio the sorry the Dewang gang has them cornered uh, cause they only have uh, the single goofball uh with many goofball ets, but not full goofball,
0: yeah, well, I mean like is gullible, but when he's mad, he's mad, right, yeah, and koichi, I think um would be a little bit off balance at first, but once he kind of got his feet under him, echoes is gonna really cause some issues,
1: yeah. I I see that Koichi appears in my best dreams, my worst nightmares. Right.
0: <laughs> um, I also think Yukako would hate all these other girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm thinking especially Chie. I don't know why.
0: Well, you know what? That's funny because I thought the same thing. Because I think Chie is such a bro. She would just like do something friendly for Koichi, not thinking anything of it, and that would just set Yukako off. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like, I think that's
0: that's exactly what would happen. is be like, oh, hey, Koichi, I just, you know, I've got an extra ice cream cone on accident. I thought you'd want it. And then, you know, Yukako in the background, like, strangling a cat with her hair.
1: <laughs> uh, plus, they got the whole green aesthetic going on. Yeah, see, there you go. Their color schemes match. <laughs> green buddies. <laughs>
0: okay, so the gang against the Phantom Thieves. Um the Phantom Thieves is a lot... They're they're so much smarter in general. <laughs> Their mascot character is already pretty clever. Um, but mm-hmm. then you also have the student council president who's very tactical. Um, a genius mm-hmm. hacker on your team. Uh, Joker himself is kind of like a, the mastermind. Uh, there's really only two dummies on that team. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is pretty competent. Um, All right. So, strategically, I think it would be a problem. Something I also forgot in these team battles until I forgot about Risei and Futaba, their, their main characters, their whole function of their personas is that they um they detect things. They scan stuff. Hmm. So, like, they can help you out in dungeons. Like, they can open up, like, different areas of the map. Or they can sometimes randomly tell you, like, an enemy's weakness or something like that. So those abilities I think might tip the balance in a stand fight because they're going to take away that element of surprise.
1: I can see that there'd be no hiding. They really did see it coming.
0: (laughs) So I think in that case, I don't know if the Dwayne gang can beat them. Maybe again, Rohan, (laughs) Rohan's a real wrench. (laughs) Just going around one by one going like, you don't have a persona anymore. You don't have a persona anymore. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm thinking to myself when it comes to the phantom thieves versus the the duang gang you said they have a master hacker but what is there to hack i don't think Joske and the crew have phones
0: there isn't anything to hack it's just that that's her her ability to hack is then related to her persona and her ability to like take apart the metaverse and figure stuff out mm. so that's what i think makes her extra dangerous
1: So is she, like, a Rohan, but only for, like, certain situations?
0: Well, she can't really affect... Well, sometimes she does affect stuff, because she'll give you, like, random stat boosts and stuff. Oh. Um, But not on Rohan level. But (laughs) she is flying in a flying saucer, so that makes it a little hard to get to her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll have you know the Duane gang fought a flying piece of paper.
0: True. And if they bring Mikitaka he's very familiar with flying saucers so
1: so yeah it just evens out a little bit more oh
0: shoot yeah if you bring Mikitaka that could really help too
1: <laughs> Rohan and Mikitaka are the t- are the uh, scale tippers
0: yeah because I mean if you took uh Mikitaka and turned him into like a metal ball right and then Josuke does his like flick move
1: oh oh yeah
0: you could position him basically in the middle of the team and then like I don't know turn into a buzzsaw or something just drop somebody's head off or something gruesome <laughs> I
1: don't want to think about Mikitaka getting that violent
0: but he would
1: he's too innocent of a boy I, I can't
0: but he would for his friends
1: <laughs> for his friends maybe but I don't want to have to think about it going there
0: <laughs> okay um let's let's talk about Passione versus uh, the investigation team from Persona 4 I think this one's pretty clear um hardened gangsters defeat high school students every time (laughs) (laughs) that's a fact i don't yeah i just don't see them being able to outwill them i mean sex pistols and aerosmith alone are are just massive problems for the investigation team yeah it's a plane and bullets that bounce And and their users have no qualms about killing you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And their their users have literal no remorse or value for human life.
0: Right. It's not like the Dwayne gang, which even if even Rohan has super abilities, is probably not going to kill you with them. Mostly, he's just looking out for himself. Uh, But the Bucci gang, no no remorse, no holding back.
1: Yeah, no qualms about killing anybody.
0: Yeah, I think Persona 4 gets gets wiped out on that one, but Persona 5 I think is really interesting um, because the the two teams are very similar.
1: I mean, I was comparing Arsene and uh, you know, <laughs> Golden Experience earlier. Yeah.
0: I mean, they both, you know, are kind of well, they're both violating the law, quote unquote. Um they both have very uh interesting costumes. <laughs> <laughs> um, compared to their predecessor, um, yeah. they are willing to kind of go, they both have similar willpowers and level of anger. I, I don't know, I think the Bucci gang probably pulls it out in the end because, again, the the one thing the Phantom Thieves do not want to do is kill.
1: Oh, but so it's one of those fights, yeah.
0: But well, in theory, because I mean, in theory, they could go into anybody's brain and, and mess around with your ability ability to like well I don't want to get spoiler alert for Persona 5 um they <laughs> enter their brains in order to take their desires away so like if they're if they're a bad person and you take their desires away um then they feel remorse for everything they did and then they will confess all their crimes themselves however if you go in um, so you're stealing the, the desires from their shadow. But if you go in and just kill their shadow, um, that person will have a mental sh- mental breakdown and then die of a heart attack.
1: Uh-huh.
0: In theory, the Phantom Thieves could do that. <laughs> but that would only be if, you know, the stand users were caught <laughs> unaware. Um, like, they would have to know they were a problem. So I guess, in in a way... Uh, in the real world, they can fight back, but it's just a lot of very roundabout way. I don't know. This was a lot harder than <laughs> I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's much harder uh, than I think either of us anticipated. I mean, I anticipate yeah. it to be difficult because I don't know anything about Persona, at least anything substantial.
0: It would have been easier <laughs> to be like Star Platinum versus Goku, because at least they're just punching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you have to consider like Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan 2 and Super Saiyan 3 and GSS Goku.
0: And that weird Super Saiyan 4 that got decanonized? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that one got decanonized. Well whatever.
1: Yeah, we don't we don't pay attention to that one. This is a JoJo podcast.
0: Yeah. Anyway, a discussion about Persona and, and uh, JoJo can't be complete unless we bring out the inevitable comparison between Persona 4 and JoJo Part 4.
1: Of course, of course.
0: Um, I think you were the one that told me it, right? I think so.
1: Oh yeah, I when I started playing Persona 4, uh, I messaged Chris and I was just like, "Hey, like this is like about a group of like kids in Japan in like this like you know." Um, small town, and there's like mysterious deaths going on, huh?
0: Yeah, so it's it's about a group of high schoolers with mysterious powers in a small town trying to solve a serial killer. <laughs> that description fits both Persona 4 and um, Diamond is Unbreakable, 100%. Yes. In fact, uh, one of the first deaths in Persona 4 is a body lying on top of telephone wires.
1: Oh, yeah. that That's one where I was just like, hey, uh, they pulled a Keiichi. Yeah,
0: yeah, so I think it's interesting. I mean, like, people say, oh, Persona, and, and it's just a, a JoJo reference. I think the discussion kind of shows you it's not, because the outside of, like, you know, the spirits standing next to you, um, they're very, very different, except for the plot, sort of. Um, but that that brings me to something that i i found a while ago that i think is super interesting and you dear listener i want to share it with you um it is a interview between araki Hirohiko and kaneko kazuma um who is the the one of the main creators of uh, persona 4 so they actually interviewed each other uh-huh. and i will you know, i'll put a link in the uh, in the show notes but it's it's pretty interesting. I've read it before. Um they they talk about um you know, where do they get their ideas from? Um and you know, what are the similarities and differences in, in their um stories and their abilities and um ultimately <laughs> then they start talking about their favorite music and their favorite fashion and all sorts of stuff. So you know, let's not hate on on each other because the the creators seem chill with it. So you know, <laughs>
1: yes. Who are we? If our gods get along,
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> then surely we can, right? Um, so I I just think it's funny that you know um, sometimes I've I've seen in the fandom where people are just really critical of persona to be like oh I just ripped him off, but please remember you are reading a manga and watching an anime where the man rips off. Uh, music names constantly (laughs)
1: Uh, everyone actually I'm making a video right now about uh, part one and I'd realized that uh, now for all you literary fans out there and those who are forced to read Les Miserables uh, then surely you'd understand how George Joestar uh, and his situation with Dario stealing his ring is incredibly similar to a scene in Les Miserables where um, uh, this man steals silverware and I thought to myself oh my god the madman just steals from everything it's not just music. Yeah, we can't stop it. Well,
0: you know the interesting thing about both union psychology and the monomyth and it's uh, you know, it's, and to it's uh, follower Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey is that there, there are no new stories. That like everything is just a, a retelling of the same basic things that we as humans want to see. So, um, you know, it all it's all come full full circle. Good job.
1: didn't even intend that one
0: okay so we're gonna go on to some mailbag Um, we got some emails from you guys which we were excited to read so uh, what we got Alex
1: all right well we have this one uh, titled Suggestion by Rudolf von Stroheimu that's right. The man himself. I don't know how uh, he emailed me from 1930. Was it 1935? 1936? 1938. 1938. I don't know how he emailed me from 1938. Uh, I know how. But he says,
0: it's because German technology is the best in the world.
1: Of course. How did you not realize he that? He created emails.
0: Yeah. Stroheim created uh, emails.
1: <laughs> Stroheim invented emails. Uh, he didn't actually die at Stalingrad. He uh, he actually moved to America and uh, lived <laughs> lived under the alias known as uh, Bill Gates.
0: Right. Well, you know the the real problem with Stroheim creating email is he created it, but then uh, had no one to email to because he was the only <laughs> one that had it. Maybe Joseph. Maybe Joseph could have got an email in his hand.
1: <laughs> his hand just receives email support, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Like sixty years before, it's going to be commonplace. All right. Hermit Purple so, is uh, just
0: him downloading pictures from the internet.
1: No, stop! You're getting too meta. <laughs> All right. So Stroheim says, "I have an idea for you guys to talk about the future episode. How about you? How about talking about whether or not GER could negate Maiden in Heaven?" Yes. <laughs> I think he should be able to.
0: Because, I mean, like, the explanation for G-E-R is always, like, muddled and depends on your translation and depends on who you're reading. But the most consistent one is, like, it reverses your will to take an action back to zero. Mm -hmm. So that means he would reverse Poochie's will to activate Made in Heaven back to zero.
1: So not only would he be affecting Poochie's ability to use Made in Heaven, he'd make him fall out of love with Dio? <laughs>
0: um, Yeah, Just, I, I think his... I think that would be really awkward. huh?
1: I think it'd be incredibly awkward.
0: Yeah, for him to be <laughs> like, wow, I should stop following this guy, but it's his son that told me to. And then while he's going through those mental gymnastics, Jolene like, chokes him out. the end part uh, part six rewritten
1: (laughs) Just no no time for redemption no time for contemplation just immediately as soon as he starts thinking about the the past 20 years he'd spent uh following in dio's footsteps uh, (laughs) joey just chokes him out
0: yep dead
1: unceremoniously
0: well and that's (laughs) that is i mean that's why G.E.R. happens one time and then we never see it again, right? Because, I mean, Iraqi has to know, like, this is way too powerful. I can't use it anywhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah. Eh, it still would have been nice to hear from Italy at some point in Part 6.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's just that's just how that goes. I mean, you know, like, especially when you know you're going to go on to a new part and you're going to ignore everything else that happened. Like, you can just make whatever you want. Oh, all-powerful? Sure, why not? Who cares? (laughs) We're never going to see him again. End of story.
1: (laughs) I guess it works. I guess it works. I think,
0: you know, people probably felt they were expecting... I mean, I don't know. This happened a long time ago, but you would probably expect to see Jorno again, only because we saw Jotaro so many more times, right? Yeah. And as OP as Time Stop is. Um, that still managed to get worked in, but I don't know. I don't think reversing all of your actions is just sort of, like, <laughs> on another level.
1: I mean, it beats time stop. Because you can just say, like, no, you don't want to do time stop.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. No, you don't want to die. Uh, there you go, Stroheim. I don't know what you're planning right now. Why you're worried so much about Made in Heaven and GER. Maybe you don't want to go to the universe where you are uh in a horse race. uh, But... You know,
1: <laughs> and you were delegated to background characters, yeah.
0: At least you got to do something, at least you're not just Avdol and fall off a camel into a pile of cactus. <laughs>
1: uh, Avdol was done even dirtier in uh Steel Ball Run.
0: Well, the worst, of course, was Shigechi, who is on, his name is on a list, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> or poor old Speedwagon, that's- who's like. Oh, yeah, the Speedwagon Foundation helped fund this race or whatever.
1: Or, like, whatever. I don't know. Who cares? (laughs) I mean, he's delegated to the same fate as Kanye. It's just a name draw.
0: Seriously. Well, thank you for your question. Uh,
1: Yes. Uh, We also have one from Gerb H. uh, Who wrote... In one of your latest episodes, you said that Kira's fight Zadusto wouldn't win because if the circumstances are only trying to find out who slash where he is, he could hide and cars would want to help. But he wouldn't be able to, so yes, Kira would win. Also, please read in podcast episode.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: I. I, I mean.
0: I mean, that was your you know that what? was your stance in the beginning of that the villain showdown.
1: Yeah, it was around being in the villain showdown. That was indeed my stance.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's a pretty good argument. <laughs> I can't. I can't fight against it. I mean, if they do want to fight Kira, and Kira turns on, bites the dust, and they, you know, going through that, then you're stuck in infinite death loop number two. For poor Diavolo. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, poor Diavolo. He's just, he can't get out of the death loops. For some reason, it's only him.
0: Yeah, although that makes me wonder, though, does then Kira doomed to be living that same hour over and over again?
1: Oh, yeah. It sucked for everybody in that situation. But he wouldn't know he's living in that same hour over and over again, right? That's
0: true. Who does he set but it he... on?
1: Oh, uh, oh, in like the, like the all-out brawl? Yeah huh maybe Dio because I think Dio would be the kind to search out his opponents you get me right at least that's how I see it <laughs> Oh no! I feel like Poochie would be too busy trying to reset Earth
0: yeah <laughs> okay well thanks for your email um, yeah well we're, I guess we, we can give a, a... And not old Kieran, but that's, I think it's a, it's a very good point.
1: Thank you, Gerb. It really did make me reconsider the uh, outcome of that battle. And I believe that's the, that's the mail, folks.
0: That's the mail. It's time for Meme of the Week. Uh, meme of the Week.
1: All right. All right. So I got one for you. Uh if my Instagram will load that is. Gosh, like this internet in quarantine, it's it's no there's no dignity to this. <laughs> no dignity at all. Zuckerberg. All right. How about you shoot first?
0: Okay. I'm just going to bring it up real quick. Okay. So, um Hello everyone. Oh, jeez. Um it is actually a YouTube video. Mm. Um, by YouTuber Zebale, Z A B E I L L E. And it is uh, part three, uh, Stan Proud opening made with Animal Crossing. <laughs> and it is. Well, now I'm interested. It, it is very, very good. I will put a link to it on the show notes. Um, it is uh, <laughs> very well done. I'm going to actually, you know what? I'm going to play a little of the audio here. I'm going to. Well, i know what's gonna happen i'm going to uh play it on my phone on the mic and then i'm gonna have to splice it in later because it'll probably sound like garbage but let's uh, let's, let's see here we go <laughs> There's even uh, like a little skit they do at the end of it too with all the little characters and you know oh someone's coming to your island and then it's uh oh it's Dio's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. So uh we will uh I'll put a link to it Just check it out it's funny.
1: Uh that's that's amazing to listen to. I've been playing a whole lot of Animal Crossing recently ever since I lost my social life. <laughs> my meme comes from twitter user uh <laughs> miss daddy or their at being t e n t a v a m p uh and it says can't believe y'all think this dude is attractive smh they butchered they butchered him in the anime and it's a picture of mista next to a picture of ungalo but like mista's in his casual clothing and they're wearing almost the exact same thing <laughs> i sent it to you was
0: very very unnerving and i hate it <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, oh my god. Oh my god.
0: Galo looks like they put Mista like under a heat lamp and melted him just a little bit.
1: <laughs> He's that doll that was left in the sun just for a little too long. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like the factory second. Like the, you know, the, the toys you buy at the like at uh, the, the ninety-nine <laughs> the cent CVS. store. Yeah, the CVS are like a little bit cheaper and you're like, How come they're so cheap? And then you realize like the eye is painted on wrong. <laughs> Uh that's yeah. thanks I hate it.
1: <laughs> oh I saw that and I, I I revelationed I you know my brain had a <laughs> it was it was a it was a reset. Uh, I'll say that
0: <laughs> uh, all right, hit us with that sweet sweet outro
1: All right, well, thanks for listening uh if you'd like to contact us, you can message us uh, on anchor. Uh, no Dignity Podcast. Um, also, be sure to email us uh, with your questions or inquiries at nodignitypodcast at gmail.com uh, I've been Alejandro. You can find me at a squid, a squid uh, TV on YouTube, uh, a squid V on Instagram, and a squid uh, V on Twitter. It's hard keeping track of all the a squids. And make it something way easier next time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, we're on Twitter at No underscore dignity underscore oh no twitter at no dignity pod instagram no underscore dignity underscore podcast uh you can get myself at silzero media.com got books and all sorts of interesting things going on over there um and i think that does it but before we go did you hear that when josuke plays persona he only does harem runs really No dignity. To be continued.